Hey, frazzled women. Welcome to Le Vital Core Salon. As always, I am your host and salonaire, Kara Martin-Snyder. And today's show is going to be a little mini show, but I want to give you a little context around it. So for starters, I'm going to be interviewing Nicole Atkins. And she is, hands down, one of my favorite vocalists and songwriters out there these days. Her voice just has this life-lived, worn patina, and she writes really amazing, moody songs that are just incredibly evocative. So if you haven't checked out her work, I mean, I've been a fan since the very first album, Neptune City. Start there and move forward if you want. And also know that she's got an album coming out soon called Goodnight Rhonda Lee. And the first single out is called A Little Crazy, which is just beautiful. And I think if you really listen closely, you're going to hear one of the the co-writers on the song was Chris Isaac. So it's got that same kind of moodiness that, that he brings to some of his work. It's just fantastic, and I want to encourage you to check out what she's doing. The other part of this interview is it was a really big challenge for me personally. So for those of you who have been regular listeners on the show, you know that we talk about how to get your shit together and when you're struggling as an imposter or not feeling enough in some way or struggling with perfectionism. And I know many of you probably think because I host this show that I have all of those things 100% on lockdown 100% of the time. Let me pull back the curtain. Totally not true. And so this episode is really me pushing myself in a lot of ways and sharing it with all of you. And let me explain why. So I got to spend a week in Austin, Texas at the South by Southwest Music Conference. And my 40th birthday usually falls in that week. So some of it is part working, some of it is part vacation. So on one of the days that I was half playing, or mostly playing, involved getting to see Nicole perform an early morning set hosted by Pledge Music. Which is always kind of funny because I, as I approach 40, love early set times and especially when there are seats. And this involved coffee and breakfast tacos. So that couldn't be beat for certain. The funny part with this interview is I normally stalk my guest online, really dig into who they are and their story and their work and usually have some questions prepared. Sometimes I throw them out, like we just kind of go where we need to go. And I record in a nice quiet space. And so that's been my flow with all of these shows and, and what I've gotten used to. After I saw Nicole perform, I, I don't know, this newfound 40s fabulous confidence, decided to approach her after her set and see if she'd be willing to drop by Le Vital Core Salon. Not thinking that this would be a possibility in any way, shape, or form, considering how busy the artists are when they're at South by Southwest, she actually was like, sure, let's talk now. I have a little time. And granted me an interview on the spot, which, Nicole, if you're listening, almost made me shit my pants just a little bit. And now you'll understand why. I was a little bit nervous. 
And so I'm going to stop babbling, but, you know, notice my nerves. I am a little bit fangirl. You will see that for certain. And also recognize some of those nerves are me really stepping outside my super comfy zone to do an impromptu interview on the fly. And I want to apologize for the quality. I know you're used to listening to me talk and it's really clear and and wonderfully produced by my husband, Craig. This was recorded on an iPhone in an alley outside next to a music venue after her set. So it is what it is. It's a great interview. I'm so fortunate to have it and deeply hope that we can get Nicole back for a full interview because she is a woman... I think we're just scratching the very tiniest surface of all the stories that she can tell us. So without any further ado, let's take it over to the interview. Hey, Frazzled Women, I am here at South By with Nicole Atkins. What's up? (laughs) Who is up very early this morning. Yep. Three hours of sleep from, we got in from our gig at like 3 a.m. last night and woke up at 7.30. I'm surprised you have any voice this morning. I am surprised too. <laughs> I um, I prayed last night for the first time in a while, <laughs> so I think Jesus did it. <laughs> or the coffee. Yeah. <laughs> or something. Who knows? <laughs> the fear. <laughs> yeah. Fear is a pretty powerful motivator. Yeah. Fear is kind of my only motivator. <laughs> Do you, do you experience it on a regular basis? Yeah, but I've learned how to handle it a lot better, you know? Like, I used to, like, flip the fuck out, you know, like, every two seconds about things I was afraid of. And then uh, started, you know, just, like, talking to people more and just, like, being more honest and realizing that, like, fear is kind of, like, the worst-case scenario you can imagine, but worse, and it's not real. Yeah, com- completely fake. What do they say? It's false evidence as reality yes so yeah yes. fuck fear <laughs> amen yeah amen and that's something my crowd of listeners experiences a ton uh-huh. I mean there's experiencing fear and then there's like just deciding to say like oh fuck it I'm just yeah. gonna go for it anyway you just gotta see it as like a feeling that's gonna pass you know it's like oh I'm scared right now okay you sit over there and the, you know just take a different action you know, they say to, like, take the next right action. Like, go do something else to get out of it. So that's your... That's what I do. Yeah. It's putting, putting two feet in front. One foot in front of the other. And yeah. And just trying to do something. Yeah, because all of a sudden, like, five or ten minutes later, your mind will be off it. You know? Or, like, you call somebody else and you ask them how they're doing. You know? <laughs> and usually what they're going through is, like, crazy. And then you're like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. And then you're out of your own shit. There's something amazing, right? When you when you have to articulate it for someone else and it yeah. has to come out of your mouth, it never seems as frightening as when it's, like, bouncing around and they're, like, yeah. chicken pong balls. Like, this morning, like, I was freaking out. Like, I had no voice. And I was like, we got to do this fucking morning show. <laughs> and, um, you know, a few months ago, my mom got sober. And so that's what I've been doing. I call her every morning because she could, like, actually talk to me now. Aww. No offense, Connie, but you, you're awesome now. <laughs> and, um, you know, like, she's like, oh, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, you know, I'm all about Connie right now. And then, like, after talking to her for, like, 40 minutes, my voice is warmed up. And so, you know, I'm not sitting, you know, waiting for the car to get loaded up, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, me, 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 you know? Panicking. So, yeah. Just stop thinking about yourself and you won't be afraid. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Where do you, like... 
besides calling people, what else helps you get out of that element? Like, get out of your own head. Um, I draw a lot. I draw comics, and uh, yeah, I draw comics, and um, I like to take walks when I can. Um, listening to music in the morning is a good way to start your day. Like, when I have no music, I usually have, like, a really in-my-head day. But when I, like, put on an album, like, it gets me just, like, automatically moving and doing things. So what are you listening to these days? Oh, like, is it stuff to pump you up or is it stuff to more yeah. soothe? You know what? There's a record um, from this band Django Django from Scotland. Love that them. If you're in a funk, just put yes. that on. You'll be like, doop, 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 doop. It's like crank rock, but, like... You know, like, any anything Scottish, like, the beta band or Django Django will, like, definitely get me out of my head. Oh, my God, I haven't dusted the beta band off. Dust off the beta band. It li- it's awesome. It literally has collected dust, but that was a go-to for me my, for a long time. My alarm clock is dry the rain. Stop! Because it builds and it builds and it builds, and it's, like, seven minutes long, and by the time the <laughs> horns come in, I'm like, all right, fuck it, I'm getting out of bed. I was going to say, I usually go for the, like, the screeching noise first no, I thing. So when I people can... do that, I'm like, why would you like to start your day with anxiety? <laughs> Ease yourself out of bed. Be nice to yourself. Yeah, I mean, especially with life on the road. Like, how do, yeah. you, how do you take care of yourself? What's self-care look like? I mean, I just try to get as much sleep when I can. <laughs> I nap a lot. Um, I eat a lot of vitamins and um, <laughs> drink a lot of tea and water. And I don't drink alcohol. So, that helps. Yeah, it definitely helps. Because when I used to road. drink on tour, I was just a garbage can of a human, you know. But, uh, yeah, just those things. And also just being on the road with people you get along with. You know, we've been having a blast down here. I have a new band from Nashville, and everybody's just so funny in their own way, you know. So are they all from Nashville? Um, the keyboard player's from Australia, <laughs> but everybody else lives in Nashville. And how was making the switch from weird New Jersey to Nashville? Well, the landscape isn't as pretty, but everybody's really nice, <laughs> and they mean it. Like, everybody in New Jersey, all my friends are ball busters, and I'm, like, sensitive. I'm like, please, for one day, don't bust my balls. Like, do you actually like me? You know, and they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? We've been friends for fucking ever. You know, down s- fucking do. Yeah, I fucking love you. <laughs> and, you know, down south, people are like, I, I fell into a 10-foot sinkhole a month ago. Wait, in a parking wait, wait, lot. Back up. I fell into a sinkhole. It was a hole in a parking lot. It was dark and it was uncovered. And I have a hematoma on my butt and eight staples in my head. And I remember my keyboard player, my keyboard player was driving me home from it. And I was like in shock. And my husband was out on the road. And I was thinking like, I live in a new city with new friends. And I just want my mom. Like, this is horrible. I've never had more people come over with like an inner tube for me to sit in, meds, food, Aww. movies, like, just, like, my friends in masseuse came over and rubbed my butt. Like, <laughs> That's I cry. Yeah. If they'll rub your butt. <laughs> yeah. Rub the goiter on my butt. Like, Aww. but I've never had, like, that kind of, like, care in my, like, like, my friends are nice up north, but, like, yep. not like that, you know, like. It well, was not loving, tender friends. Loving, tender friends. It was, like, <laughs> overwhelming, and I, it made me know, I'm like, I am in the right place, you know. That's amazing. Yeah. Because you've really done, like, a tour of the industry. I mean, as a performer, obviously. But, like, you work for Rainbow Ports. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah, I mean... Fuck that guy. (laughs) (laughs) We won't even... Women, if you want to know how to be frazzled, just talk to Jim McGarry for ten seconds. (laughs) (laughs) On record. That's the advertisement, ladies. Yeah. That's the advertisement. But yeah, I mean, I've been around the industry for a long time, and there's a lot of really wonderful people in the industry, and then there's a lot of people, you know, that can give you um, false 
hopes, I guess, or whatever. But, I mean, I think the older you get and the more comfortable you get in it, you just learn to, like, stick where it's warm, you know, and just surround yourself with people that keep you feeling creative at all times. How do you tell? Like, one of the things that I talk about a lot on the show mm. is is helping women kind of understand their intuition, how to make decisions, how to I understand just, fit. What I think what just does it trust, like trust you? your gut, you know? Like, I met this female photographer named Rambo down in Fort Worth. That's her last That's name. Amazing. It's a real last name. I was name. wondering if it was a first name or a last name. And we didn't know each other at all, but we just had this, like, sort of crazy chemistry where I felt like I knew her for my whole life, and, like, I was able to tell her things, and we did, like, an hour of shooting, and, like super comfortable and like really beautiful real honest like the pictures are gorgeous and like now we talk all day you know you just you just know it you know I always use the when Harry met Sally analogy like Uh you know the way you know about a good melon (laughs) yeah yeah exactly or like my husband like he's you know not necessarily a person I would like walk down the street and be like who's that guy but I smelled him when we were talking about WWF wrestling, and he smelled like forever. And I was just like, get in my belly, you know? Wait, so you're a huge wrestling fan. Yeah. So I have to laugh, because, like, I had this little old French grandmother who was, like, uh. not much bigger than me, who, for any time you went over on a Monday night, she was watching, like, SmackDown or whatever oh, wrestling. Oh, hell yeah, I would have loved your grandma. That's awesome. Barely, you know, English was a second language, and you'd see her, like, the TV cranked because she was like hard of hearing like the whole neighborhood heard wrestling I love that how did you get into it um I just like I saw the ultimate warrior in the 90s or like late 80s and I thought that he looked like a roided out Bon Jovi and I was like he's so hot (laughs) and just got into it now I have his haircut (laughs) you don't quite have his haircut but I try Awesome. Well, Nicole, I know you need to get on with your day and have, like, how many sets today and how many I'm meetings? actually going to Willie Nelson's ranch. Oh, my God. We went last sing. year. It's yeah, amazing. Like, yeah. I'm going to go sing with the Texas gentleman and uh, this great songwriter named Brent Cobb. So if you amazing. need some good morning music, his record's really good. It's called awesome. Shine on Rainy Day. Awesome. Nice well, to meet you. Nice meeting you. Thanks so much, yeah. Nicole. Yeah. Awesome. Take care. Bye. This is Kara again. Thank you so much for tuning in. All of today's show notes can be found at levitalcoursalon.com. So L-E-V-I-T-A-L-C-O-R-P-S-S-A-L-O-N.com. If you dug today's show or past episode, please support this podcast by going to iTunes and rating and reviewing. It's super helpful to a brand new podcast like me, and I'd be greatly appreciative for your help. And new shows, just so you know, will be up on the second and fourth Wednesdays of each month. Before I bounce, I want to give a big merci beaucoup to my producer, Craig Snyder, and Rishi Deer of Elephant Stone for writing, and the High Dials for performing my most excellent theme song. And don't forget, you deserve a life spiked with passion and slathered with joy. Don't let burnout or bullshit slow you down. See you next time.